Peggy Lynn Kelly. And I'm Sue Smith. And we were both part of the Red Cross Supplemental Recreation Activities Overseas, uh, and commonly called Donut Dollies. We both went over together in um, October. We trained here in D.C. in October 1969. We arrived in Vietnam in the um, first November. week of November. Yep. So we were there from November 69 to November 70. We were never together. Uh, I was at a place called Tuiwa Air Force Base and Coochie with 25th Division, 2nd Field Force near Long Bend, and temporary duty to Cameron Bay. So I was in three different places on the coast, and our job was not to give out donuts, that was World War II, but we did have coffee and Kool-Aid. And we had service centers, recreation centers, for a conversation or a card game, and we would create all kinds of activities. In Da Nang, we did a, an activity for the children of the orphanage nearby, and the guys really liked to relate to them. And then we would go out to forward units and create programs that would be entertaining for about an hour so that the guys would know that the people at home loved them. A lot of them were like based on TV quiz games, but we do like sports, music, and um, two, two of us together would get on a chopper maybe 6.30 in the morning, go out to one fire base, visit the uh, artillery unit there, then we'd go over to see the infantry, then the chopper would come, and then we'd go to another fire base and present the same program. We were all college graduates. Uh, it was a one-year program. Yeah. yeah, we loved it. We were so glad to be able to serve and our brothers. And it feels like it was yesterday. It does. Instead of 54 years ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> But it was counting. 54, that's 50, true. 54, yeah, 54. 54 years ago. <laughs> well, when you, when you have an experience that's so intense, I think of it as like three years experience in one. I mean, it sears itself into your consciousness. And I think because the Vietnam War was controversial, and uh, we were there to support our brothers and uh, in the services, um, it, it was, and things happened, but uh, during that year there was no time to process anything. So I know for me when I came home, it took me a few years before I kind of came up for air, but I wouldn't trade that year for anything. No. It was a, a master's, a PhD, and everything all rolled into one. I think this, this uh, welcome home 50 years later is really an important uh, kind of claiming of the fact that we really did serve. And even though it was unpopular, we were there because we loved our country and we were siblings to each other. And I think that's really important. But you know, as one guy said who came into our booth today, you know, people who haven't experienced it can't understand. And there's something about being together with the guys and the gals who were there that uh, allows a part of our insides to relax and indeed to come home. So it's good to be here. Yeah, with each other, you know, 54 years you have this bond. How is it to have this uh, something it's, in common? It's wonderful. And we do a Zoom every month. And some of the women on Zoom we never met, but you are so connected with them because there was such a, a, a very uh, limited number of people who experienced that. Yeah. We're also part of a larger organization called American Red Cross Overseas Association, so that the women and men who served in First World War in the 
Korean War, Second World War. I think we don't have too many World War II people left. Um, but we all have that in common. I mean, when you serve overseas, you represent your nation. You know, uh, I don't know. We are very different from each other politically. We're all over the map, but boy, we're loyal and patriotic, and are so grateful for the honor of serving. So back then, how how did it feel that you you know gave uh, these soldiers just you know an hour of to calm down or whatever? Well, you you know you'd introduce yourself, you'd say your name, and I'd say I'm Peggy, I'm from New York. So and all the guys from New York would say New York. So the girls <laughs> were from all over the country, and they never um, they were more our brothers than any other people alive. And a lot of them were very shy to even come up and talk to us. And one time was the funniest time. I was back at Long Bend, and I was walking to the office. I had a hat on, and I had rollers underneath. Wind blew, and the rollers showed. A bunch of guys looked at me in rollers, and they went nuts. This was America. They had not seen rollers, curlers <laughs> in a long time. It was like home, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say there was a Johnny Cash song that was popular at the time, and I would say, my name is Sue, and they'd all say, how do you do? And so anybody who was also from Ohio, it was it was like we were like we were in the same family. And like the Ohio State Michigan football game, I didn't know how important it was. But all those loyalties yeah. were still there in Vietnam. But there were lots of tragedies, you know, lots of Dear John letters and uh, you know, some of the gals experienced they'd be programming with some guys in the morning and then They'd leave, but there'd be incoming, and that afternoon they'd be visiting the hospital, and there would be some of those same guys wounded. So it's it's very intense. You, it's surprising how bonded you can be, and how much the self-giving service of everybody there uh, was stronger than death, uh, but also strengthened by the tragedy that we experienced. Seeing these pictures and memories, does it bring up more memories? It does bring up more memories. And uh, and the letters that we wrote that our parents may have saved. Uh, I was reading letters that Peggy wrote when we were in Hong Kong together. And um, it's life-changing. I suppose that young people today who go into the Peace Corps may experience something similar. Uh, but there's something so nationalistic about this and the fact that we go places to serve, to love our country uh, because we're sent. Uh, but you don't know what's going to happen or what the outcome is going to be. And one of the guys that was here now said that he has reached out to people who served in Iraq because some of them are so angry and so upset. And he said, you know, we understand. And he said to the guys, you know, I know what it's like to be in a war that we didn't win, you know? And uh, you are not alone, and that that really helps. And if you feel rage, you can't just express it, but to somebody that understands it, they will understand and you can express it, and then it can be released for you. So I think that the uh, even though it's 50 years later, there's still um, ministry, there's still unity, there's still a contribution that we make just by being here with each other. So I'm grateful that you're asking about this time because it's so important, not just yeah. to us who were there, I think, but frankly, to the whole nation. So.